0: What's up, guys? Wallow Jay here, and I'm here with my co-host, Egg. Egg, say what's up. What's up, man? You, you bring that low
1: energy, bro. You know? Come no, on. I'm, I'm the straight man. That, that's my job here. You're the wild guys, and I'm just like the the straight That and and Because my All notifications right. alive.
0: <laughs> well, joining us, our newest member of the PGA oh, Insider Squad, the Dream Stephen Aiken. Say, what's up,
2: Dream? What's up, everybody? glad to bring some life to this show. A new straight man that's going to keep it even straighter than straight. Keep Egghead in line. (laughs) I'm ready. I don't even know what you're going to say, but I disagree. I fully disagree already. (laughs) And this is how we started every day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is nothing new. Listen, here's our resident expert black belt. So whatever he says pretty much is going to go at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm willing to just give you the <laughs> reins and say, hey, whatever Steven says, that's that's what it is,
2: man. That's dangerous.
0: You know, a that's handsome dangerous. man that can whip your ass is
2: it's not a good look. It's good looking for me. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you not know, for us.
1: <laughs> it's, it's us that's getting destroyed. He just he explains oh, us his nice meals, me. he lets us work a little bit, then he's like, Oh, oh okay, yeah, I was about, about to say, you guys,
2: we, we we got some good training in at the open mat uh during that that friday that nobody came um, <laughs> yeah the four of us so so I, i'm nice I'm, I'm i'm gentle bro like I, I thought
0: that you were going easy on me i'm like you can you can go and <laughs> no it's like you you you're rolling in a very specific way where you're just like floating it's mm-hmm. like man i i feel no Lethargic, pressure for
2: you know
1: oh
0: i didn't never, say let that that. never let that
1: go never let that i didn't say that
0: Maybe somebody wrote about it and said that maybe what two, three years ago.
1: I'll never forget. <laughs> Fine, collusion then.
0: Well, well listen, I, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that you were being lethargic. I was just thinking that you were just taking it easy on me. And you now it's like you just, you just like a, a smooth roller. And then all of a sudden it's like it got tight. And I'm like, oh shit, tap. I'm yeah. like, what just happened? Man, I, I was honestly, I was expecting you to put like, all your weight on me and just like crush me
2: nah, but man, no this- man
0: it, it was it was like so smooth so flowy i'm like is he even going you know that now so that,
2: that was which kind of situation would make you feel like the person was a better grappler if someone could just smash the crap out of you and like just steamrolled you into oblivion or if you just kind of got played like that and it was, was so smooth or whatever and you still just got beat either way does one feel better or worse to you as it happens or do you think like a the other you know i'm curious about that sometimes because i hear people rolling with other people sometimes like oh he just he just destroyed me and smashed me or whatever and stuff and so like naturally you'll feel like that means that he's super super high level but he also could have just smashed you but i think definitely finessing somebody through the whole thing is that's like the the art to me is if I can
0: bro like I I was like so impressed I was like no fucking way he doesn't roll does he roll like that no and then we 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 kept rolling it and he was like oh you 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 almost let me go into like a like a false sense of security while I thought that I was (laughs) safe and all of a sudden it's like here comes that knee bar and i'm like ah shit,
1: that's what a black belt does right you know, they, they play with their food but they also let you work a little bit you know let us get some moves Yeah, let, you yeah. Know, got a feel for how we move around and then okay it's it, roadhouse rules are over it's time not to be nice as much anymore mm-hmm. uh but but be right you know Sawyer's agreeing in the chat he says getting played is worse uh kai what's up brother hi uh, hi leonard um but yeah i mean hey it, it, it was good training. I, th- I think Walla and I both said, uh, you know, we spent too much time working on websites and stats. We need to be doing more roles <laughs> so we're ready for next time. Um, listen,
0: I w- I, I, I'll be very honest. By the third round, when I got to Egg, I was like, I wasn't even having it because Miggy, Miggy was trying to smash me. I was dead by the time I got <laughs> to Egg. And I'm like, he was strong. I, I'm like, I, I told Egg, I'm verbally tapping right now. And I just got off his guard, went outside, puked. Then went into the bathroom puked and then like a couple times later i went back into the trash can and i puked some more
1: it was impressive uh we were like oh, man how does he have anything left uh, but uh, for no, the fans I, uh, out there just a heads up uh you guys don't realize it but when miggy's on here he's sitting in a big chair he's a freaking monster he's a big dude i didn't he's, realize he was big yeah he's he's, he's, he's pretty huge. huge um i mean it's funny because like people when they meet me, bitch. <laughs> People when they meet me, they're surprised. I'm a I'm a fairly tall dude, but but maybe he's way bigger than me or the Dream. Holy crap! Mm. Shit, no I, I I
0: just next standing next to him, I'm just looking at his belly button.
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> but hey, yeah, Red,
1: he, Red, Red, Nick RN, just a heads up. He's talking about he's going to white belt class, uh, beginners class tomorrow, starting a free week trial. Brother, it is amazing. It's exciting. You're gonna be the nail. White belt is the is the belt of survival. It's okay. You'll, you'll get through it, brother. Just survive. Just You're going to get a little bit better every day. Uh, just just don't come. quit. Just don't, just quit, don't yeah. quit.
0: Yeah. Like, you're going to take some beatings. In about six months, it'll start like, okay. You'll start getting a feel for it. And you'll start defending. And they're like, oh, man, I can't catch this guy anymore with what I used to catch him with. So And then you slowly progress. And, you know, you get to, uh, you know, to a place like Bobby. Where you can just, you know.
2: Blow, yeah, man. That's and true. Truly, like playing the defense is where you can come to that. Like at the end of the the day, or at the end of your journey, or whatever, to where I can play like that now because I understand where the traps are and how to set, you know, frames up and how to not let myself get into this. Particular really really bad spot so I can just be okay and recover my guard easier or even if I was in side control or something like that I, I'm not where they're just crushing the life out of me or twisting on my neck super simple and things like that oh and definitely at 53 but you know take it take it to where you're, you're playing a really smart game old man jujitsu is the best anyway it's maybe not the most entertaining entertaining but it's the most effective over the the long span of your life so. Just take it, take it as it comes, man, and enjoy
1: it. And just and, and tap. I mean, we, we all tap. I mean, just to, as soon as somebody's got you in, in, in a technique and, and they got you locked in, tap early. Uh, there's no reason to to take a pop and, and to you know to be off the mats. Just the the, the key is just being on the mats. Uh, hopefully, you'll have a great crew. Like I was telling Waldo, uh, we just Shark Tanked uh, three of our buddies from the the six a.m. class over here at Gracie, Charlottesville, uh, all. Older, you know, middle-aged dudes like yourselves, dads. Um, but but just, you know, seeing them go from white belts to blue belts and, and, and seeing how they've changed in, in the year or so is just phenomenal. So Redneck RN, in a year from now, you're going to see changes, brother. It's it's going to be great. Yeah, and just like Redneck? I said. what
2: his real name is? I thought it was RN, what? like he was a nurse or something. <laughs> well, it says
1: Redneck RN, so Redneck Nurse. Yeah. Oh, I did it. Okay. Okay, my bad.
0: Yeah, and, and just like Kai Johnson stating here, you know, I'm like 90. I still do it every once in a while, so you'll be fine. Uh, Kai Johnson, yes, I am 90, but I can still whip your ass. <laughs> Bitch. <It's
1: okay. laughs> so right, people asking what the vibes are like, and man, I, I think, speaking for all of us, we're we're just still kind of high from the PGF. Hold um, that thought. I'm, I'm, I'm a
0: little depressed, you know, just like every year, because – We have such a good time for that week. And then it's like, fuck back to
2: this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely a big jump emotionally from being on like that for so many days in a row with so much going on. And, you know, everybody's hyped and, and working really, really hard to coming back to where it's just like, you know, not the pace is slower per se, but there's less to do that's like vital today. It feels like so it, it, it's fun in a, for me to have that like really hardcore focus on something for that few days is like it it does get exhausting, but it's also really exciting to be a part of it. And so coming back to regular quote life definitely is a, a bit of a letdown in a way, you know, glad to be back with my friends and family and teammates and students and everything. But also, man, it's just kind of fun playing Like a character for four or five hours a night for a week or whatever.
1: I kind of think about it. Go ahead, i was thinking about it's it's kind of like jujitsu itself Uh, because when you're on the mat, that's all you can focus on because that can that opponent against you. You know, if if you don't pay attention, you're getting choked. Uh, That's kind of the way the PGF was for us. I mean, we had you know the PGF insiders house. And so, I mean, we got, we got four to five hours uh, of working, you know, on the PGF announcing, shooting photos, commentating. um, And and then as soon as we're done with that, you know, we grab some, grab a bite on the way back to the house. We're reviewing the tape. (laughs) We're, we're making up cards and notes for the next day. We're writing articles for the next day, going over, you know, uh, photos uh, to, to post and to give to people and to make part of articles. And so we are just, Going, 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 but it's awesome. I mean, it, it's so much work, but it, it's such a productive, fun group to be a part of. Uh, but you're focused so much on it because every day is a grind and it's lather, rinse, repeat the next day. And then, boom, now we're back to reality, so to speak, with our day jobs, etc. Um, but, but it was amazing.
0: I, I appreciate most of the laughs, though, because, I mean, we were working. We were working late because we were up to like 1.30, 2.30 in the morning and then back up at 6.00. You know, just to start getting ready for, for the next day or whatever. But it was so much fun. You know, it was it was work, work, work. But those
2: yeah, laughs, man. I think another thing, too, is like the team aspect of it. Maybe we didn't stress that a lot as it was going, but the insiders, plus everybody else that was part of the PGF staff, the, the, the athletes and the coaches and the managers and stuff, everybody's working towards one common goal. Even though some of us may be competing against each other in that thing, we're still looking to make this thing really great and special and having a ton of people with that, that vibe and that energy. I think that was the vibe that kind of made us all buy in in the first place, but also double down on the energy that we have to give to the PGF, uh, is having so many great people around it, that dedicated.
1: So, Walla makes fun of me. Cause I tell every, uh, every athlete that comes on exactly that. Cause I, cause I know when I wasn't on, while was like, and they would be saying, you know, that, every, that is the best <laughs> thing ever Everyone's together, but it's, mm-hmm. so thank you, Walla, and Thank you dream. It's true. Cause, cause yeah. we're all about making it great. And it, it's kind of good that you, you kind of led into that. Cause Kai's question is kind of like right on that thing is that the production was outstanding. I um, mean, conscious Kaelin, Holy crap. It just knocking it out of the park, you know, him, him and Isaac, just working like crazy uh, to put together, you know, the bits, everything like that. I mean, and, and I think, uh, well, hold, hold on, hold on. You said the
0: bits, the bits was, that was dream. That was off of the top of his head. That, that bit that we did at, uh, at the Airbnb, that, that was no. him and Kevin Cheryl just shooting the shit. And then all of a sudden, Oh, we're shooting this. We're like, yeah. yeah.
1: No, no. I hate that. That was hilarious. I mean, I love how you guys worked in, worked in Mickey there. <laughs> I just want to keep laughing. I mean, this this is the crazy crap that happens when I go get a haircut. You know, these guys go off the rails. Um, but
0: Bro, that, and that, let I, me
1: tell you, that was one
0: take. That's true. There are no outtakes. It, it, was, it was like four or five minutes of ad lib, and we were just, I was trying to hold back because I'm updating the website and stuff, and I'm just, you know, my hand over my mouth and shit. Cause I'm listening to this guys just, just riff. And within five minutes he was, that was it. It was done.
2: Mm, yeah. Perfect. It's, I think, I think too, like what you are saying though, about the bits or like the ad pieces and, yeah. and the clips from the show the night before to the, to the stream and oh, having okay. like the hype pieces that were going on during yes. the inside our funny stuff, having that technical side where the guys are putting in, you know, the highlights of the athletes beside us being a little silly and, and keeping that, that fun side of the show going to. I, I think that was really cool to have both like that serious really serious competitive thing but then also you know we're having a little bit of fun talking hyping the show up and giving giving some character to these guys and and letting people see who they actually kind of are and yeah man that stuff with kevin and i like we don't really rehearse any of the the, the interviews or anything like that and like as far as production goes it's Great, like in year three that we've kind of been doing this as I've been doing it there, I guess, is, was the third or third one. Yeah, the third one that yep. I was born of the staff on uh, being in the church for the, the years now, back to that gave us a chance to kind of get our feet settled earlier instead of being in the gym and then switching back and forth so much and stuff like that. I think having one venue the whole time really helped with that also. Um, but yeah, as far as you know what we as far as I, my job. I, I didn't really get a ton of direction except for where to stand and when to start and stop talking kind of. <laughs> so that was all just ad lib and kind of looking to just try to boost that that part of the energy. So I, I don't know for sure what everybody else was thinking about it at home and how they thought about that side of the production. But for me, that was really fun to be able to flex a little bit of my, my creative side and just kind of get to play a little bit. Uh, so, so I really enjoyed that side of the production for sure.
1: I mean, obviously getting, getting Brandon on there, uh, play by play. And then, then TJ as the conductor mm-hmm. of the, the orchestra, just so smooth, so experienced, you know, uh, getting you the good signals and when he's going to throw it over to you, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when he's, you know, when he's going to get questions from, from Brandon or myself, I mean, just again, he, he made it move just so smoothly. Um, you know, like I said, it every, every year it gets better. Uh, and it definitely was better. I think this time, um, yeah, it's phenomenal. How
0: was it for you working with TJ Desantis? I mean, that's like one of your the guys that you
1: look up to. You, you keep saying that, but not really. I mean, I've, I've always just watched him as part of the shows. I mean, well, you talk about him and stuff, so I thought no, you, you, you like, talk oh. about him more than anything. <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't,
2: so. I don't. I don't do what he does. I'll say that I I definitely have looked up to him as somebody who's trying to get into that field a little bit with the commentary and setting up matches and then he does the opening of the shows and i've had to do the opening of the pgf a few times and so being able to talk to him a little bit about his his thought process on it and then the way that our jobs are different in that he's doing it for the people on the stream and i may have to repeat exactly what he said into the show in the room because the people in the room aren't listening to him they're listening to what I'm doing. So my job is important for the people in the room, more or as equal to the people on the stream. Whereas, you know, kind of kind of getting that professional input from him. And and like you said, egg, he was really, really good at queuing up. What was coming next and like being louder in case i wasn't listening and, and trying to like do things to help me be uh, in his correct line of vision and different things like that to be smooth for my for my pickups and and let offs because it was kind of just waiting on those cues for whenever it was time and i think last year for sure i was just going right over the top of Scaff and Lindsay sometimes because i didn't have those um uh, those like breaks or the the connection with the booth so to say like i did this year with tj so that was he definitely gave me a ton of
1: confidence
2: by being there and giving me some pointers and and that that handoff was smooth so i, I really really enjoyed that part
1: yeah it's like the the booth started kind of like just letting him run the show and so they they'd wait for him to throw it to you because they knew they knew he was mm-hmm. going to uh last last year was kind of like they just all of a sudden threw it to you like oh crap we're gonna Gonna throw it Mm -hmm. over there. Um, But but seriously, TJ made it so easy. Uh, He elevated all of us uh, learning. We we all learned from him and seeing him work uh, and talking to him about it. You know, when we were off the air, I I learned tons. I mean, it was it was was really a pleasure with with him there and and, and Brandon. And And you know why these guys are professionals and why they're on big shows, uh, because they're just that good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can just show
2: up and do that. Like seeing them together too. And like we see them on CJJ and maybe on the EBI's and the different things like that, Fight Pass, Invitational, et cetera. And you know, for me at least, it's like, oh, that that won't be that hard to do. But then you see them together in the play with each other, the interplay of the the stri- kind of like the straight man and the and the and the excited guy with Brandon being the more emotional kind of person, color in that way, and TJ, you know, getting everybody on track and pointing us back towards the right things. It's like, okay, okay, there's a there's a real like system and and way that this works, and it can't just be two guys that are both good at talking about jujitsu up here doing this has got to be also good at doing this job while knowing a lot about jujitsu. So, so that was, it. yeah, there's a reason that certain people get certain jobs.
1: I mean, TJ has been on the radio since I, I can't remember if it was 15 or 16, uh, at least 16. Uh, but I think he might've been turned a little bit when he was 15, but man, that just, again, that's got why he's so smooth. When we talk about mat time when we're talking about jujitsu, that dude's got air time. Uh, yeah. he, he's just been a part of uh, professional productions, black belt well, broadcast. You, you, you've you've gotten your your reps too here. Yeah, I mean, you so know, so it, it's funny because again, one having him there is, it makes it so much easier. Uh, and, and I think I just I embraced knowing my, what my role is. I mean, Brandon wanted me to be the stats guy. I'm, I'm going to tell you a little bit of information about these guys, a little bit of background about them, some stats, and and I try not to step over people's you know toes because. Brandon's got the play-by-play, mm. you know, TG and TJ's running the show. We we all have our parts and we just play the parts. And again, the conductor makes it easy. You know, you're going to get a chance to say something. So you be prepared for it. And, and I also said, you know, getting time here, just talking to you gentlemen and, and learning how to talk on a mic and just to talk about the PGF. Um, this that's not quite the same, but it's still reps and sets here. And it's shit guys. It's, it's something we love. So, I mean, I can talk about something we love.
0: I got a few questions here. Uh, one says, what are some of the best practices to deal with that adrenaline dump? And how long does it last? And we're going to let Steven pick this one up because he's been part of season two. So, Steven,
2: how, how would you, you know, manage so, that? The the first question I could answer, I think, fairly easily and then how long does it last do you mean how how long do you have to worry about it being an issue for you or do you mean how long are you just kind of zapped after you have that adrenaline dump or whatever uh for me as far as best practices obviously preparation knowing that you're going to be doing an event being in shape the best shape you can having a lot of practice reps preparation gives you a lot of confidence you know in one way so that doesn't Getting to your nerves is bad, so you're not you're not really like sewing so your head maybe as much if you're prepared, and then a good warm up. I think that's one thing that's overlooked a ton from jujitsu athletes. Uh, people don't really get a good warm up in. A lot of times you see them just kind of coming off the side, basically uh, cold, and then just start a match and stuff. For me, a lot of times I like to go get some sprints in, get get my my heart rate up really high and feel it feel myself hit that wall uh one time and then bring my heart rate back down uh that way it doesn't happen the first time in the match because a lot of times that's where i think that adrenaline dump comes from is you start getting your heart rate up and it's hard to bring it back down if you haven't already kind of mentally done that process once and you're already fighting somebody so if they're turning it up you got to kind of keep turning your pace up with them and it doesn't really work that way always Uh, so i think a good strong warm-up where you, where you blow out your lungs a little bit, you get your heart rate up really high, you're already sweaty, I think you should be sweaty. I don't think you're coming in dry is a good idea. I think you should have a decent sweat coming into your match, uh, and then that will help cut back on some of that. And uh, the feeling of dread, oh, man, that never – I just saw that on the like, I got the screen up over there, and I think that's what he was saying. That feeling of dread, man, again, the only thing that ever kind of makes that go away is is and confidence in, in yourself – And then also, man, just knowing that it's you out there and it's your life, it's your goals and the dread, if that's coming from a fear of losing or a fear of being hurt or or some kind of fear like that, you got to kind of hone in on what the dread actually is. And you'd have to go from there. If you're worried about people being disappointed or your, your friends and family, like not being supportive of you or different things like that, that's one mentality. Or if you're worried about being hurt, that's kind of another mentality that, that, can cause that kind of dread, at least from, from my experiences with people. And if it's about your you know, relational stuff, you just got to kind of get over that in a way and just know that the people who are going to support you are going to support you anyway. And this is more of a, a thing for you and not for other people. You shouldn't be doing this for other people. It's not really the kind of thing like that. You're doing it for yourself and you can help other people uh, along your way with your journey, through your efforts, being a good teammate, good training partner and things like that. But, but you're ultimately doing these things to better yourself and to make yourself a better person. And so you've gotta work through that part of, of needing some people's support and uh, what's that like a pat on the back or whatever that, they, that that is, if that's what it is. And then again, if it's about being injured, man, you just gotta train. And if you train up enough and get your defense up, uh, you'll start being confident in the fact that you'll know when to tap even. Or, I'll, you know, that I'm tough enough and able to be durable in these situations and I can take the punishment of whatever it'll be. Uh, and I can, I can just hang. And that, and that just comes with time.
0: Word. Word. Uh, we have also here another question. No, uh, never mind. It's not a question. It says, everybody seems to pick up multiple roles, which is cool. Bobby. Bobby had like what? Bobby Nine all of roles. Them. Bobby, <laughs> all of them. He was a ref, yeah. refing in a suit, an announcer. Yeah, <laughs> he was an interviewer. I mean, he That's was fine. doing it all. He was dancing like the flamenco and shit. You know, just just being smooth everywhere. I just, I mean, you it, know,
2: trying to make it work, man. They they said they needed something, and I wanted again, like I said earlier, I enjoy this. Uh, I really appreciate the PGF as a whole, and I want to see it be successful. And if I gotta sacrifice a little bit or do a little bit of extra something, uh. I'm okay with that, and if it's taking a different role or an additional role that doesn't really like hurt me in any kind of way, then I'm okay with that. So, so yeah, stepping up. Like this whole thing was just that. Like I was supposed to be doing eggs roll basically uh, a couple of years ago, and then got hit with the two microphones. That's the famous story. Now, five minutes before we started.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I
2: had no clue what I was doing. I still really don't have a uh, a technical understanding of this job. So I don't know if that's good or bad, except for the fact that it allows me to kind of not have expectations and be worried about how it's going, you know? So definitely just taking the jobs that come and wanting to be successful for the show has, is really the only thing for me.
0: Bro, uh, to me, it adds to that professional feel when mm-hmm. when you have somebody announcing who's coming out for their match. Uh, my, my next thing would be like, let's get these guys some music, you know, not not that mall music that we play or, or the church or whatever, but, you know, like music that that's going to get them, you know, going, you know, they can pick their yeah. own shit, you know, if you want to come out to, you know, whatever, you know, some disco or, you know. Yeah, not sure or rock
2: some salsa I don't know. Whatever. Keep keeping it free on YouTube is kind of what hurts the, the musical yeah. side of that for them is because you'll get hit so hard with any copyright stuff. Yeah. But that otherwise is I agree.
1: So uh real quick, we missed one. Uh Manpreet uh was asking us if we saw oh, Nick creighton's match oh, today. Okay. Um brother, I haven't seen it. Um I'm yeah I yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know uh, what uh what is event that was character? it? I don't know, but I'm waiting for
0: a, I'm waiting for Kimoy's uh, main character jujitsu to start. Uh, okay. okay, it should be starting here shortly or whatever. But uh, yeah, bro, I, I believe that uh, Elijah jumped into that uh, yep. into that tournament because uh, I guess somebody pulled out or whatever. So yeah, he's in, and Ryan Aiken's in it, and there's a bunch
1: of names really, in, yes. in in that show. So uh, let's you yep. Yeah, Hunter, Hunter. Oh man, also we see that rematch. Oh, please. Bruh.
0: like, like I almost feel like we should cut the shirt just so, so, so we can just go watch this, man. Uh, we got another question here for from Kai. Uh, what he saying? What's y'all's thoughts on stepping out for a day, healing up, and oh, you're talking about Kevin Cheryl? Listen, um, there's alternates for a reason. Since what season three? Season three, and yeah, I there's precedent and I, I, for it. And I believe that uh, J. Rob Caleb took a day off as well at one point in season three to or at least matches m- off. matches yeah, in season
1: off,
0: three. Well, yeah to whatever matches were for the day. And so I, I mean, it's nothing new to be honest. So well, Steven, what, what are you, no know,
2: and this I'm not saying this in any way to be like accusatory or anything like that. But also in our season, uh, Jake had something come up on one of the days. Uh, he had like a wrestling thing. And so we had to do an extra day to get his matches back in on like a, whatever off day that was one random day. Yeah. We, if you had a match with Jake on that night, you had to come in and do matches with him so he could do his regular job, which is important. You know what I mean? That's his yeah. main, main gig and stuff like that. So yeah, there there's certain things that happen, man. And like in the NFL, NBA, if, if a guy sprains his ankle, he's going to take a day off. Yeah. It's just, it's what it is. Now, if you want Kevin to go out there and compete, I know Elijah's complaining, because he said that, that uh, the alternate gave up points. What do you think a guy with a really broken foot is going to do or a really injured leg is going to do if you send him out there for those matches? He's going to give up points. He, so it would have been the same outcome either way. And if there's some personal things that you don't like with the person, that's one, you know, kind of the deal where you can say that kind of stuff. But overall, competitively, I think it was the right move. Uh, if you could see his foot, it was purple. Uh, and and it would have just been a really rough day for him on that day and wouldn't have done anyone any real good to have him out there
0: and listen the the little squabble whatever whatever they want to call it you know it's a little drama that adds to the pgf and and like you saw we made a little fun of it
2: they're competitive man everybody's super competitive they and they want to win and elijah didn't quote get the win against him even though he injured him and caused him to be out the next day so from a competitor standpoint, that would have frustrated me too, to no end to know that I didn't get the score on him, but now he's getting off against these other guys and not having to, you know, to go out there and show up and, and let everybody see that I actually did do that. You know, uh, so I, I can see a little bit of both sides of it for sure. From the yeah, competitor sure. standpoint, but from, from a, administrative side i think it was the right call that's what i would have told my athletes to do if i was a coach and you know i just and professionally man let's just keep the show going that way it's fine there's no real big big deal with a guy taking a day off if he has to
0: and listen i i love those guys i love them both you know i have no 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 dog in this fight if there is a fight or whatever it is you know the the chirping at each other it it's funny you know, yeah, it's, it,
2: is. it wasn't even it wasn't even mean or anything. It was just it never went know. outside. It never looked and yeah. went outside. Yeah. There was never any real issues with anyone ever that seemed like it was going to really boil over to something greater than us having a good time and some guys really just kind of getting after it being. Yeah, and that's all it is.
0: Is those competitive juices just just flowing through those boys' veins with their testosterone and shit? Mm. You know, and, and listen. Men. And, and, and listen, if you're going to call somebody out, what a perfect timing to do it on camera. You got to. Got to. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't do any good to call somebody out, you know, over a text. Yeah. yeah a super chat or whatever, because nobody's going to see it. But if you do it on camera, then, oh, what's going on? And, and that and may lead to, you know, yeah, that might lead to a, a super match somewhere else where they can both, you know, make a little
2: shuttle. You know what I'm saying? And the punishment is that you got three zeros for the day. And yep. it's going to be yeah. really hard to make it to the playoffs with a with a full day of zeros. Uh, I don't know if we've seen anybody do that with a full shutout day or not. I don't know that could be true or not, but I don't believe you can go through a whole day with zeros and, and make it to the playoffs. But again, I could be a little bit off in that assumption.
1: No, no. That's so the well is he, he got zero points his first day too. He had really hard matches his first day and <laughs> ended up getting some draw, uh, draws. And, and, you know, we said on the on the stream that, like, Season three, he did the same thing. Season three, he had zero on that first day, but then the next day he came back and started getting kills. Started now, what what happened here was we had two days of zeros. Mm. I mean, you're talking about fifty percent of your matches. Fifty percent of your matches are zeros. That's tough. That that, that means you get you gotta you gotta be killing people. Almost so out. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's 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 tough. So I think season four, uh, season three, pardon me, he got uh, to the postseason. Pardon me, eventually got uh second place in the finale tournament, but uh, uh handsome Kevin got to the, the the tournament with four kills. All it took was four kills. Uh I think probably this this time I would have probably taken like five kills, uh, but you could have done it. What am I doing? Of course, I, I if there's only somebody exactly. that had all the stats from to this you know, right, or somebody season. that would write about him. I don't know. Uh, yeah, somebody so, so Landon got in with twenty-three points, right? Okay. So uh that that means if you got four kills again four times six, 24. So four kills would have gotten you in again. Um, okay. That's interesting. I mean, it's, it's funny seeing how you kind of see trends like that uh, in the PGF. Uh, but as, as parity increases, any submission is, is, is huge. Uh, it just gets tougher to get subs. Uh, and if you can't get those kills, which are weighted twice as much as the breaks, that's huge. Yeah. I I, I want to hear
0: from back from some of the guys that we talked to that were new to the PGF, and, you know, they really had no idea what it was going to be like. You know, they they thought that it was going to be a certain way, but let's face it, once you get in there and it starts going, it's a different animal. Like, for example, Dave Cooper, a funny moment that we had with him when we were chatting. Uh, actually, he, he even did an interview with you, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Aiken, uh, with, uh, where he's like, what the hell did I get myself into? <laughs>
2: Oh, no, that was just like a mass side chat we were having that day. Uh, so it was okay. really an interview. He was just kind of like, whoa, you know, kind of the gravity of everything hit on about day three, I think, which is what I was trying to explain to most of the people is that around the end of day two, beginning of day three, the the truth starts setting in and it's not always pleasant. I
1: mean, it's not <laughs> brothers brothers 45. Uh,
2: yeah, no uh, respect, I mean, like respect. That's, that's oh, man. Killing.
0: Yeah. I'm forty seven, so when, when he got in as an alternate, I was like, Come on, Dave, just just look good. And he did, man. There, there was there was yeah. times where you're like, Oh shit, is he gonna pull this off? You know, He's but good. you know, he is, he is. So very happy for him to have gotten, I guess, a taste of the PGF because he wanted in. So now he be like, you know, I, I know what it's all about. Now he can say I, I scratched that itch or whatever. But Hey man, he I'm proud of him because he did what a couple of years of qualifiers, and he was finally able to get in as an alternate.
1: Mm. Yeah, since season three, he's been doing mm. qualifiers.
0: Let, let me let me put it to you this way: the the season is so rough that my man bowed out, out of the Battle Realm. He's like, mm. Mm, I'm gonna pass on the Battle Realm even though I'm an alternate.
1: Yeah, you know, that was wild. I, I mean, you yeah, get, you win two matches, you get a grand, well, something like that. I don't.
0: I don't know what the battle ramble was up to this year. I think he was. Uh, X Marshall said something. that X Marshall gave him a thousand dollars. Okay. Boom. Listen, thousand bucks is
2: it's not bad. I mean, a, a lot of How the We ended up with all four alternates
1: coming in, right? Two. Uh, we even had Noah come in. No, Noah, Noah was in the stands. Yeah. He was in the stands on day one. Right, yeah. <laughs> he gets a call on day three. Hey, we need you. And, and Noah, I, mean, I think he's trimmed down. uh he, He's like rolling like one fifty-five or so. Mm. I don't know, but he he looked good too. Oh, man, like definitely. he was
0: he was he was he was going after it with Nick Creighton. You know, he was not. A lot of people usually like try to back up and and re-engage or whatever. Not Noah. He's like, mm, I'm just going to go forward. And he was trying to put a pace. You know, and and he he did really good. He did really good. And and of course, he probably had the best interview of the whole PGF. <laughs> what was it? I think it was like seven words or something like
2: that. So he's ready to go home.
0: Yeah, he was he's ready to go home. home and so and, and, and
2: anything, anything
1: else
0: you want to add?
1: No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Let me Fair out of enough. here. Yeah. It he was like, I love you know, but man, you sound like Sling Blade. I swear. To God.
0: <laughs> he, he did not have much to say. That's for sure so funny but uh yeah and and listen uh also Kimoy coming in and, and and spoiling the party was uh you know because everybody was expecting you know travis and elijah to be in the final or whatever and i guess there were some girls talking about uh travis and elijah being at the final Kimoy's like nah take offense to that and came in and uh we'll take into overtime like that. i'm gonna show you how it's done and uh he made it to the finals, so congrats, Kamoy. I mean, he 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 played it beautifully.
2: He he played yeah. to his strengths. He definitely played to his strengths, and I don't think anybody really had him in the in the final that day going in. If you would have had to pick, not many people had Kamoy going in uh, to the to the last match of the of the night. And uh, man, but honestly, when Kamoy said that on the interview about how uh, he heard those girls talking, that just made me so happy for him because as a competitor. Hearing people just discredit you like that is, you know, it, it hurts a little bit. And then there's a couple ways you can deal with that. And he deal with it the right way. He went out and yeah. made the statement, you know, that need to be made instead of just getting like upset and saying something to the people or whatever. He went out there and said it with his actions. Much like my man Fieldor said, he's like, where I'm from, we don't do as much talk. It's a okay. lot of do. And I was like, oh, I know what you mean by that. Even though. Yeah, I got you. It's about By the way, it.
0: guys, it's, it's it's pronounced Fyodor. It's not Fedor.
2: No, Fyodor. He's not a Milianenko. Yeah, and that but could have still. been the other guy's name as
1: well, but just they
2: don't care. It's I believe it is.
1: Yeah, I believe it is. No, that was it a great moment. Out. That interview you had with him was really great. Uh, just a uh, case in point. Just set the record straight uh somebody was asked uh during during the finale the beginning of it if uh, if they had a certain dark horse they thought could could win it all and i think that person with the 20-pound brain did say kamoy uh we, we can go back to the footage but it's, it's on there pull it up uh, let it me ask you this what did the analysis say hmm, as, as far as the finale right so as far as the finale it's ebi overtime uh-huh. and, and the fact is he can take you the whole time and, right. and, and I mean that's and that's and that's been his kind of game. And so and did you call did you call it on the analysis?
0: Because I can I can call it who who can win? Like when we're in the semifinals.
1: No, no. At the beginning, at the beginning oh, of the okay, day, TJ uh, okay. was asking me uh who I thought, and, and I said because of the difference in the in the rule set for the finale, it's the EBI overtime, and that's the difference. I said. From the regular season, he would have problems because he's used to that EBI overtime, the ten-minute matches, and stuff like that. And having to shrink to the six-minute matches is would be harder for him. But in his, you know, the, the rules that he's used to, he's he's going to take people to to deep waters, and then he's going to use his skills in EBI overtime, which he did. Gaffney and Marcos, I was just trying to see what what you had him on on
0: the final day of the analysis, because you know, I'm sorry, I didn't have time to read it.
1: yeah it's amazing how many people are probably like oh well you put out something at least you gave me photos for it listen (laughs) uh we
0: were all doing stuff bro you know i just and and then and then you started grilling you know so started grilling me and whatever I'm not reading anything after that. Just give me some coffee and some meat, and we're good to go. By the way, thank you for grilling that meat; that was delicious.
1: Well, thank you for buying it, and, and, and Stephen, thank you for cleaning up after our, our, our messy selves. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, was
0: you know, we're I'm, I'm we're at a forty minute mark. We're we're going to close it out. We don't have a lot today, but we're gonna we're gonna restructure the show a little bit to make it more flowy. And, 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 you know, I know Steven likes structure and for, for the longest time, you know, I've, I've fought structure, but I understand now why it works. So we're, we're going to have a little bit more structure moving forward and uh, we're, we're going to do some things because Egg told me something that uh, just spun in my head and, uh, you know, that snowball effect. So we're going to use that to our advantage, but... Guys, before we go, any final thoughts, anything that you want to share with the people about the week of the PGF, like what was your favorite moment?
2: Steven? Uh, so honestly, man, there was there was so much that that happened and went on. It's it's really like I was saying to you guys, really hard to even peg down like one memory of the thing. But honestly, man, my favorite thing and and is was during the announcements or during the walkouts is if I was doing one and I look over at Brandon, if he got hyped up and when he was smiling and like doing like a fist bump or like laughing and clapping or something like that during the announcement, uh, like, those were my favorite moments that kind of added up during the week every time because that, or when the crowd would pop for one of the walkouts, that really fed my energy. And so, so I was really appreciative and enjoyed seeing the the people light up a little bit during, the, or light up a lot during some of the stuff that I was doing with those uh, those announcements. So I'd have to say, seeing seeing the commish popping for the walkouts was a uh, was definitely my highlight.
1: I liked Maximus Jolly's journey. He came out strong. Uh, a lot of us knew him. We were always pumped about him, uh, excited about him had a really rough day three, like, like he even said, he let people's like words and stuff get to him. So he had a rough day. Three coaches came out for day four, multiple submissions, um, you know, and, and just, uh, and, and, and his team, you know, literally putting them, uh, him on their shoulders. I mean, that was, that was such a great moment. Uh, obviously it was, uh, you know, one of the photos we used for one of our covers. Um, love that guy. Uh, Max was is, is, is gold. Uh, same with the club. Like dragging the club, I uh, mean, just that guy. He is awesome. So pumped for him. Uh, I, I know he's he's gonna go try to take another step in his training, and I'm I'm really excited to see what what happens for him. Uh, Landon Torvill, uh, uh, Franklin Tennessee to to Pedigo, Uh to, the, to their team out there, We're gonna see if he can, you know, roll with those guys. Um, Landon, Landon Torvill, you know, our, our our standout blue belt of the season. Um, calling out uh, Elijah's mom, uh, <laughs> just, yeah, that guy's crazy. Uh, so much fun. Um, so really liked him. I mean, obviously Travis Thomas, I, I, I as soon as he got Elkins with that shotgun armbar, I was like, oh, oh crap, this guy is legit. He, he is what everyone's been saying from Decatur. Um, so seeing him, uh, again, we already talked about Kamoy, uh, you know, sh- shutting down the haters. Um, Elijah. I mean you can't you, you he's so good we look we look over him and what he's done but the fact that he wouldn't because the question was okay can he survive EBI overtime and, and and doing it and doing great in it um you know just just the face of the pgf um uh, you know he was phenomenal as well i mean so many things we'll talk about this later I mean, the uh, the live auction draft was so much fun mm-hmm. see yeah I, like that was fun i was just... You guys got to like see the
2: pictures,
0: <laughs> the pictures came out pretty good. I was like, yeah, this looks like a giraffe for sure. Nice.
1: So, so many things, so many different ideas that Brandon had and Keelan had and, and everyone, they, they just hit, uh, and they, and they were just a blast. I, I mean, it, it was a phenomenal week. Um, don't worry. We're, we're, I'm going to do multiple articles on all the times. So we'll probably do countdowns. Uh, but I think this week we all just been trying to get back to reality a little bit. And so, uh, you know, gives a little more time.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm. Uh, I just got done with the with the pictures editing them right before we jumped on here. So hopefully, within the next couple of hours, they should be up on pgfhome.com. I'm gonna build a, a gallery. But also, before we go, uh, Kimoya Anderson's got a pay per view going on right now. We just started uh, on Fight FightFlix TV. And that is his main character, Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, the card is stacked. He's got Ryan Aiken, uh, Oliver Taza. Uh, the jabroni grappler himself jumped in. Uh, who else did, they, did we say? I mean, there's, there's Golden, bunch. Uh, Hunter Colvin?
1: We, we, yeah. we can have a, a, a season two rematch. Dude, this
0: could be epic. So if you guys are not doing anything right now and just want to watch a little jiu Head over to FightFlixTV.com and just look up main character jujitsu and and that pay-per-view is there. It's 25 bucks. Come on, bro. It's a Sunday. Support the community. You know? Let's go, baby. Let's go, champ. Let's watch some jujitsu. Um, for me before we go, that my favorite part of it all was just the behind the scenes. You know, is you know, the stuff that 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 other people don't get to see like that. I mean, I posted it on on Instagram and stuff, but Max giving Kevin Cheryl a coconut water because Kevin didn't get some in his goodie bag. You know, that to me, that was funny. What I didn't know was that Max had had asked him, hey, did you guys get coconut water in your goodie bag the day before? And Kevin said, "Uh, no, we didn't. He's like, oh, sad, and kept drinking his and walks away. (laughs) So that's where... so that's where everything came from, where he brought him some coconut water oh, the next man. day. So it's yes, funny, man. but you know, little moments like that, obviously the filming of, uh, of the dream and Kevin Cheryl, you know, with the cucumbers and, and, and hurling them at Miggy, you know, the, 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 the bleeping on the video just made it even funnier. Cause you know, we, we all cuss or whatever, but you know, it, it just, it made it yeah, a little bit funnier.
2: I, I don't even know if I actually did though i don't i don't i don't I think you did that's what i'm saying i can't recall i think somebody it said funny. yeah yeah it was well, somebody funny said put way. a bleep on it make it sound funny yeah i'll take it i'll take it, was it. Good. yeah but anyway closing it out though i want to say for for everybody that did watch along or whatever for all of us and stuff i did really appreciate that for for the fans, the people who are invested in the PGF that are buying the pay-per-view, that are subscribing to this channel, that are feeding the monster with your energy and your support and stuff like that. Without you, it definitely would not be going off and be impossible because we love it and we enjoy doing it, but it's not a show without a fan base and, and people that are like blowing it up and supporting it. So thanks to the insiders and the outsider and everybody that's, that's watching and tuning in, uh, I'm hoping that this that this swells up all the way to Vegas and uh, they keep keep a lot of the same energy going into the big show uh when it when it blows up.
0: I think I think uh it's gonna start picking up again here shortly because uh it's got season March. six. March. Season six is coming in March. It's coming Vegas baby. Vegas. Vegas. And with that said, guys, we'll catch you next week. Adios muchachos, peace. Hasta luego. Sayonara.
2: Mm-hmm.